If your student is going to live on campus, they will need twin extra long sheets. The first thing people get wrong. The first thing people get freaked out about. The majority of students who enroll in college don't graduate in four years. Is my kid going to make friends? Are they going to fit in? Are they going to find their people at college? Are they going to fail a class? Between Beth and I, we have worked in higher education for 50 years. We really think that there's some opportunity for some great dialogue. From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Twin XL. Now here's your hosts, Laura DeVoe and Beth Grampetro. So uh, back in the 90s, uh, family weekend at college was still called Parents Weekend. Yeah. Because we weren't being as like inclusive, sensitive to the fact that not everyone has parents, parents. or like wants, or, to, talk or to, wants parents. to talk to their parents. Right? Yeah. And my parents actually, it was on my campus, it was also homecoming weekend. It was all yeah. the same weekend. Yep. And they Typical. actually came, the first and only time my parents came to Parents Weekend was my senior year. Right. And I was like extremely focused on drinking and like building a parade flute. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't remember what I did with my parents you, that week. So you were basically blacked out most I, of the week. Maybe. No, <laughs> I don't think I actually was like, I kind of, I remember them being there. I, I also remember it cause I had just started dating this guy and I was like all nervous cause they were going to meet him. But like, I don't recall what we did. Okay. So can I tell my favorite parent yeah, story? Hit us with that. So when I was an undergrad at Boston University, I was Rhett the Terrier, the mascot. Of course. Because that solidifies the fact that I never had any dates. So anyway, <laughs> um, I'm running around and uh, my parents, I told them in advance, I got picked to be the mascot. And they met me at, speaking of floats, they met me at float building <laughs> and I'm in the costume and I'm dancing to Higher Love by Steve Winwood. <gasps> Love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dancing in the costume. And my mother walks up to me with a cigarette in her mouth. No lord of a lie because no, no conversation can happen about with my mother without a cigarette. Newport light in a box. <laughs> um, it, in her, and she literally walks up to me. Hello, Rhett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sort of sweet that she was like. Yeah, no, she was more excited. I there you go. I love this because I have strangely been on a Steve Winwood kick lately. But anyway, <laughs> why? No so, one knows. Dave she, is giving me like <laughs> a face right now. Like, okay, Beth. <laughs> I've been on a Linda Ronstadt kick, but that's an, oh, a whole other, truly a whole yeah. other thing. We'll talk so, about Desperado um, later. Welcome to Twin XL, everyone. <laughs> We're talking it's, about parents weekend. It's family weekend. Family weekend. Yay. So what the heck is family weekend? Mm. We decided to talk about family weekend because it's October and uh, October is typically when family weekend happens yep. on most campuses. Um, if your kid ever went to sleepaway camp, it's kind of like visiting day at sleepaway camp. Yeah. Um, the difference is that like you can actually visit college anytime you want, which we'll get to toward the end of the episode about yeah. why you might want to do it at a different time. Yep. Um, but it's going to be a time when probably lots of people's families come to visit campus. Um, there is usually an official program. So yes. like some office on campus, usually like a parent, parent program, parent or programs or sometimes or a alumni. dean of students or alumni. Yeah, yeah. Th they'll plan a whole bunch of activities and stuff that you can do together. Um, depending on where your student goes to school, it might be like that one weekend in October, no one can get a hotel room mm -hmm. and all the restaurants have no reservations available. Yep. So it can be really 
Yeah, pro tip, don't expect your kid to make those reservations because it won't happen <laughs> and you'll be literally eating cold pizza because they yeah. won't get it done. So this, so this may um, be coming to you later than is perfect in terms of like making a decision as to whether or not to go to family weekend this year mm-hmm. um, if you were on the fence. But we are going to talk a little bit about how to like have a good family weekend mm-hmm. and also what happens if you can't go or decide not to go and, and how that um, can kind of, you know, how to kind of prepare your student for that and really yourself because often it is harder for the parents not to go than it is for the students. Yes. Um, and you might also have an opportunity during family weekend to meet with or just see at different events, um, the folks who work at your student's college. So this is a great time if you um, were hoping to just like have some face time with a dean of students or your students like residence hall director Mm -hmm. or even sometimes their advisor or or faculty. Those folks may be around and available during some of the events during family weekend. You'll know people because they'll be wearing name tags. And they will be wearing gear, and you will be able to pick them out in a crowd. Um, And you will probably see some of the same faces you saw at parent orientation if you did attend that, uh, because a lot of those uh, personalities are there as well. Um, The other thing that will happen as far as a lot of this uh, programming and (laughs) over-programming is uh, there will be some things where you'll say, is this important to go to? Um, and that is something to have that conversation with your kid. I would not recommend you just go buy every ticket or reserve your space in every single event on campus um, because these things, frankly, may be of no interest to your child. And um, it would be a, a good thing to do um, to have some agreement as to what you're going to. I had a girlfriend of mine attend her child's family weekend bought up all the tickets in advance um, and he was playing basketball on the team and they had practice all weekend. And so she ended up going to family weekend alone. Didn't go to any events with her kid. It was horribly depressing. Um, These are all things that you should be aware of. Um, So if your kid's playing a varsity sport and can't come to all the events, Work it out. Figure out what you can and what uh, they can be at with you. So those are important things to think about. I think we're going to take just a quick little break here and then uh, come back and talk a little bit about uh, how you do plan to have a pleasant and enriching family weekend with your student if you do decide to attend. Twin XL is supported by Sunstein, Kahn, Murphy, and Timbers, a boutique law firm specializing in intellectual property. Sunstein's attorneys are passionate representatives of their clients' ideas, technologies, and brands. And Sunstein's broad range of expertise in the intellectual property field, including patent and trademark litigation, sets it apart from the competition. Visit Sunstein at sunsteinlaw.com. That's S-U-N-S-T-E-I-N-Law.com. Contact Sunstein to see how your intellectual property can be winning intellectual property. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So uh, Laura already did a good job kind of starting us off in talking about how to do family weekend right if you decide to attend. Um, 
you should talk to your student in advance. Find out what things they're planning on doing. Um, are they hoping to do anything in particular that's on the official schedule? Is there something local that like they wanted to show you in the town or city where they go to school? Or perhaps are there things they're hoping to do without you? I, I mentioned at the top of the show that Family Weekend on my campus was also homecoming, and this meant that there were like parties I wanted to go to yes. and like different there were different things that I wanted to do without my parents um so it's a good idea to have that conversation in advance for sure um also this is going to be midterm time or yes. approaching midterm time on a lot of campuses so when you are talking with your student about family weekend um don't expect them to be available to like hang out 24 seven. Mm -hmm. They may need to take time to study or to work on a paper or do other yeah. things. Do um, not have any designs in your head that the faculty give a flying fig that it's family <laughs> weekend because they don't. They like, do not. They do not. So it is not atypical for a faculty member to have a pretty sizable project due uh, the week after uh, family weekend. Um, and or exams coming up uh, as Beth said this is mid-semester uh, and your child will have things to do um, so when you are making those plans don't only think about the co-curricular or the social events but say do you have anything due next week because I don't want to be in your way if you have a lot going on uh, so those are important things to keep in mind there might also be things like uh, Laura mentioned her friend whose child was on the basketball team. Um, they may have athletic practices. They may be like in drama club and have rehearsal. Um, some of these things you might be able to attend. A lot of schools during family weekend will have um, open classrooms. Yep. They will have open practices. Um, I know the campus where I work now, it's really common for the school orchestra to have an open rehearsal. Um, during any kind of event where there are visitors to campus because um, it's, it's a conductorless orchestra, mm. which is special. And oh. so people find that interesting and want to come see it. So um, they have a giant metronome. I, I want a giant I actually, metronome. I'm embarrassed to admit uh, I've not been. gone yet. Oh, come on. Someday I'll go. 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 Maybe this family weekend. I'm Maybe gonna you go will. To, I'm going to go see it. So <laughs> there are going to perhaps be ways that you can engage in some of these things your student is doing. Um and they can still be there for the rehearsal or practice they need to be there for, but you can kind of watch. Yeah. Kind of like if your kid ever took like ballet class as a kid and there was that one week you got to come watch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in my case, my child's like literally sitting in the back of the room underneath a table, no desire to be out there dancing. Yeah. 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 Well, this is how we find swim. This is how we find our passions or our not passions. Yes. Is by trying things. <laughs> the other thing you'll find when you come onto campus for family weekend is the food is fence is absolutely spectacular. Oh, it's a plus. It's a plus weekend. during family weekend. We're rolling out all the big dogs. Okay. And we're talking, we're talking carving stations. We're talking lobster. <laughs> we are talking an ice cream bar that is beyond any level of reason. Uh, Hofstra, University circa 1997 the way that you knew it was a special event on campus was there were chocolate covered strawberries yes. everywhere <laughs> <laughs> never during regular times no but you better believe when it was like prospective students or parents on campus everywhere yeah and that is also a weekend um, that is <laughs> and frankly the other thing you're going to see on some campuses i'm not going to say all campuses but many campuses are now rolling out talk about rolling out the big dogs this is where the big performers and big acts come to campus mm. so your high dollar 
you know, like your John Stewart's and your Barack Obama's and you're like <laughs> these types of people coming to campus to speak. And when those folks come to speak, they are hundreds of thousands of dollars to bring these people to campus. So they're bringing them in to make you feel better about what you're spending to send your child to that campus. Okay, let's be very clear about this. But then if you actually do the math and you say, so wait a second, we just spent $100,000 to bring X comedian or this act to campus to entertain me, I probably would have been better suited to use that money to educate my child and keep that tuition dollar level. But that's another story for another day. (laughs) Um, So there you go. (laughs) Your student may also want to um, have you bring them things, uh, depending on mm. how far away campus is from home, uh, how different the weather is, all those things. We've we've touched on this in earlier episodes when we've talked about, like, what do you bring to campus and how do you yep. prepare to live on campus? And, um, it, and even if it's not, like, a situation where the weather's getting colder, they're totally going to want to take advantage of, like, oh, my parents or family are coming to campus and I forgot mm-hmm. X thing at home. Um, and especially if you're within a drive, they're probably going to want you to bring stuff. So yes. that's a conversation to have in advance. They also might have things that they realize after these first six to eight weeks, like, well, I brought this and I never use it. And it's just taking up space in my room. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you guys have room in the car to just bring this yep. home? Don't don't be surprised if they're sending you home with more than you came to <laughs> campus with. Yes. Um, one of the best things I've seen parents bring to uh, campus is something homemade like cookies or um, some treat that you can only get at home. Uh, You know, even one of your local uh, Western Pennsylvania has a a restaurant chain called Eaton Park. um, And they make very descriptive. It is very descriptive. Shouldn't you park first? That's what I always said. I said, shouldn't you park and then eat? And they're like, no, we used to say it like, no, I, I, this is why I knew Western Pennsylvania and me were not going to last long because (laughs) don't, don't argue with me on this point. You need to park first. Um, But Eaton Park is known for these cookies, these smiley face cookies that they make. They're very cute. They're tasty. And if you're from that part of the country, that is something you can't get in other parts of the world. So bringing something from home uh, tends to be something that students really love um, as much as seeing you eating something they can't get there um, is a great thing. If I had to do it over again, I would have had my parents bring me New England style hot dog rolls because the other kind are inferior. (laughs) Don't at me. Dave, what would you have wanted? You went to college in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Yep. How, right? mu- how much clam chowder would they allow you to carry onto a plane? You just carry <laughs> right? Yeah. Like New England clam chowder. New England clam chowder Not specifically. Manhattan. Manhattan oh, yes. Is a no. Uh, Manhattan clam chowder is gl- glorified ketchup. Yes, um, we've is. lost all of our New Yorkers. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know a lot of New Yorkers who actually like Manhattan clam chowder. I'm going to say that. I. Yep. Uh, I love Town Spot Pizza, Stoughton, Mass, and they sell them frozen. Uh, how would I cook it in my dorm room, though? Oh, with pizza an iron. Would be tough, but use an iron. Yeah, <laughs> shove it into that. Uh, what's the cup that you, you hit the hot pot thing? The oh. hot plate thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure it out. The other thing that, and this is this is a controversial wreck I'm about to make. Oh, but I love depending on how you how close you are to their campus, how you are getting there, mm. and where you are staying. And also the rules on campus. Some students really miss their pet. 
Oh. So, like, particularly if you all have a dog yeah. and the dog travels well and it's okay to walk them around campus and you can find somewhere to stay near campus that is pet friendly, mm-hmm. your student may really appreciate you doing that. Yes. But that is also totally up to you because perhaps traveling with the dog is higher stress than you want to take on. <laughs> Who knows? But it's a thought. Um <laughs> Another thing that's really great to work out with your student in advance, if you can, is do they want to do anything with like you and another family? Do they want you to hang with their roommate's family? Do they have like a new best friend Mm -hmm. whose parents are also coming and they want you all to go to dinner together or like whatever it might be? And even bringing in part of the reason it's called family weekend and not parents weekend. Mm -hmm. There are some kids whose parents cannot come either for whatever reason there's a million reasons out there or there's some students who don't have parents yeah um and if your son or daughter uh comes to you and says hey you know my friend so-and-so is not going to have anybody to spend family weekend with uh and doesn't even have that as an option can we bring them into the fold that is a great first of all you know, you won the parenting lottery because your kid is actually doing something that is altruistic and lovely and fabulous um, and reaching out to these folks who need it. Um, Beth said earlier about, you know, sometimes kids don't want their parents to come to campus and, and that sort of thing. Uh, we've all had experience. Those of us who've worked with students who don't have parents or whose parents are unable to come, those are the par- those are the kids who really wish their parents could be there. And um, it's great to be able to bring them into the fold in a way that's meaningful. And meaningful isn't going out and buying them a, you know, a Canada goose jacket. That is not what we're talking about. Okay. We're talking about is just literally spending time with them and asking them some of the questions that you are asking your kid. And guess what, guys? Sometimes when you ask a kid who's not yours, how are they doing? What are they liking about school? They're going to give you more information than your own kid. Um, and so you actually might get a lot out of this as well. My mother is still the mom who is trying to make sure everyone has somewhere to go for holidays. Yeah. yeah. So when I had <laughs> roommates in my 30s, <laughs> mom would be like, what are Tiffany and JD doing for Thanksgiving? <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my old roommates. <laughs> <laughs> who totally, and, and now I, they're not my roommates anymore. And mom is still, especially James. Hi, bud. Hi, bud. Um, she's always like, what's JD doing for the holiday? Does he have anywhere to go? She's real concerned with where he's going. Oh, we all he's are. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Anyway, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to have our final little segment be about what if you're not going to go to family? First of all, why might you not go? And then what, what can you do instead? Yeah. Buddy, I'm Chami DePerel. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you. Whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional, you should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head, literally. Pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships, clients, and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to Pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. The Irreverent Bitchless Bride Podcast. 
the hilarious show known as Shawshanked and the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're talking about family weekend, and we wanted to, as we kind of come to the end of the episode, talk about what might be a reason that you decide not, not to, to go. go. Um, or if you can't, perhaps mm-hmm. you um, have kid to... kid goes to University of Alaska Anchorage, yeah. and it's a schlep. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you, yeah. you can't afford it. You have to work. There are yeah. all these reasons. Oh, speaking of schleps, though, just real mm-hmm. quick, when... When Laura and I worked together at BU, there was a student who worked in our office who told us one day that her parents were coming to visit, and we were like, cool, that's exciting for you. She was from Hawaii. Yeah. And we were like, what's the occasion? Because it wasn't family weekend. It was some random, it was like March or something. (laughs) And we were just like, cool, cool. Like, why are your parents coming? And she was like, oh, well, they're visiting my sister at her college. And they figured that while they were nearby, they might as well come see me as well. (laughs) And we were like, that's so neat. Does your sister go to like NYU or something? Her sister went to Pepperdine. Yeah. Because literally the flight from... Hawaii to California is already so expensive that it right. was like nothing for the parents to Just, then come from Malibu to Boston. Because exactly. that's close. I love that story. <laughs> anyway, it's not exactly related, but I'm here with it anyway. Okay. So I think one thing I just want to point out is like your not attending family weekend for whatever reason might be harder for you than it is for your student. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to suggest that there aren't students out there who would love to have you come. And there are, they're proud of like how they're doing at school. They like the place. They want to show it off to you. Like they would love to have you there, but you may even have a tougher time sometimes, especially if they're a first year student with like not joining in this thing that is a fun milestone. Um, And if you have two kids in school, sometimes they conflict. Sometimes you have to be at one, uh, especially this especially happens around um, graduation time, which I realize isn't what we're talking about right now, but I've had parents who've had to had two kids in school and have had graduations the same weekend. Mm. And how are you going to split that up? So there's going to be some things you have to do. So, you know, the best thing, obviously, is to be upfront and have that conversation ahead of time. A, a lot of schools are doing a really great job of telling you when family weekend is super, like, yeah, at orientation, they'll be yeah. like, hey, mark your calendar for October 20, whatever, it's yeah. family weekend. So it's not going to be a mystery. So it's a good idea to, to do that planning if you're going to go, do mm-hmm. the planning in mm-hmm. advance so that you have a place to stay and things to do. But if you know you can't, you know emotionally preparing everyone yeah. <laughs> both yourself and your student in advance is good you may though choose not to attend because it's a whole production yes and like i said unlike visiting weekend at camp you can go another weekend if you want right um it may be easier and better for some folks to just go another mm-hmm. time if crowds aren't your thing if it's more affordable to go another time yep. of year if you'd rather not like fight ab- over which overpriced hotel room to get. Right. Maybe well, just then, pick your own weekend. And also key into what your kid is doing on campus. I've seen parents like, you know, so let's say your child decides to do the acapella choir and they're doing a production. It's not going to be during parent weekend. They're not ready for it yet, or they do it around the holidays or whatever the case may be. And you'd rather see your kid in a time where they're super engaged and super proud of something they're in, involved in on campus. Mm-hmm. That is a better use of your time uh, than going 
at a time where you're fighting the crowds and doing things that frankly are not engaging to your child, nor is it featuring your child in a way where you say, okay, now I know my kid has found a sense of belonging and a sense of purpose at a campus. So being able to, to do that, I think is being mindful of the fact that your kid has their own interests and their own desires. And so when you say to the child, Hey, you know what? I can't come to family weekend because it's, uh, you know, grandma Moni's 75th birthday and I need to be at that. And yes, that is my grandmother's name, grandma Moni. Um, and so <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. it's her 75th birthday. That was really great grandma Moni. And that's a whole other story. Um, but anyway, um, but if you're going to go to that birthday party or if you have a wedding or if you have some other conflict, and saying to your kid, let's pick a date. Let's you and I decide what makes the most sense. Rather than say, we'll find another day. That language of we'll find another day mm-hmm. is the part that's going to break your kid's heart more than you not going to the family weekend. You know? So, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a little tune for oh, Grandma Moni. Moni. Hey. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh, we've got a little flashback to puffer bellies on Cape Cod circa 1987. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> right? Not good. Um, <laughs> we, so we mentioned in an earlier segment that if you are the family who's at Family Weekend and your kid's roommate or friend doesn't have family there, you know, invite them in, bring, bring them to dinner. If you can't go, find that out for your kid. Ask mm-hmm. them. You know, is there someone that you can hang with during family weekend? Are your roommate's parents coming? Like, or the other alternative is like, especially if another member of your family lives closer, like there is nothing to say that like their favorite aunt or an older cousin or a grandparent or someone else can't go. Right. It doesn't like no one's checking ID at the door to make sure it's parents. Mm -hmm. It really can be any adult or Any like outside human. supporter, yeah. <laughs> even an, even an older sibling, if yeah. that works, this is a great opportunity um, to kind of call upon your village a little bit mm-hmm. and have them go and, and be with your, your kid if that's what they would like. If you can attend, another nice thing to do is send them some mail to arrive right before. Actual mail? Weekend. Actual mail, like physical, like physical an actual package. letter or package mm-hmm. that they can touch with their hands mm-hmm. and open. But, you know, just to kind of give them something to look forward to, surprise them, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, um, if you can't be there. Yep. But, you know, my parents kind of, t- what you were saying, Laura, like I used to perform in like dance concerts in mm-hmm. college mm-hmm. and they would often come for that, yeah. which was later in the semester. And- um, and that meant more, you know, that was more exciting to me because yeah. I was really proud of the work I was doing in that. And, and I, I am, they actually, my parents shout out to my parents for like 18 years of dance recitals. Mm-hmm. That shit must've been so boring. Yes. I'm so sorry. Anyway, but they were there <laughs> cause they're the best. So really I can't agree enough with, you know, if your kid is involved in something on campus that's happening at another time, but that this might is be part of the reason you want your kid to be a college mascot because <laughs> you don't know who's in the damn suit. It could be them. It could be them the whole time. So that, you know, I did an obscene thing on national television at the Boston university Duke playoff game suite in the, uh, NCAA basketball tournament. What obscene thing. I, <laughs> Made believe I urinated on the Duke Blue Devil. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did you lift a leg? I lifted a leg. 
which caused my father to call me and leave a voice. It's not a voicemail, like a message on my answering machine in my dorm room going, very proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) But all the other kids who are mascots, their parents called them and did the same thing because they didn't know who it was in the damn costume. So if you want your kid to do something, yes. Pick mascot. Mamas, let your babies grow up to be mascots. Mascots. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. So. <laughs> You're right, Dave. <laughs> the, the mood in the room is quickly just disintegrating yeah. into a giggle fit. There you so, go. you know, moral of the story here, um, as it, uh, the, the moral of this podcast almost always is communicate with your kid. <laughs> like, Find out when they want you to visit. Find out if family weekend is particularly important to them or not. Because if it isn't, you might actually, you know, end up going to campus and having a real unpleasant time if Mm -hmm. they're just not kind of wanting to be present with you. Um, And that's hard. It's part of this transition that we're talking about throughout all of our episodes that this is a tough thing to kind of go from having them in your house Mm 24-7 to letting them fly off and do their own thing. Um, But this is going to be part of it. And I think uh, it will help them to feel, you know, really great about you if you can really let it go a little and say, this is up to you. Do you want us to be there or would you rather we come at a different time? And if so, like what what would make the most sense for everybody? And Um, this is their experience. Yes. (laughs) Let them have their experience. You can, you know, put on the jersey from the school you can wear the cool swag you can hang out at the at the uh you know tailgate party and all that and a future episode we can talk about how you can should you hang out at the tailgate party <laughs> oh that's a good one maybe we'll bring in some guests for that um but this is not your opportunity to relive your your heyday this is your kid's opportunity to show you what they're doing and how they're progressing. Um, and remember, this is about them. This ain't about you. So thank you all for listening. I hope that if you did attend or are about to attend Family Weekend, that you and your kid have a blast. And if and you use our like, email to ask us about yes. how it went, send us an email at twinxlpod at gmail.com. Send us your stories. Tell yeah. us how family weekend was. Um, tweet at us at twinxlpod on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com. Search for us there, twinxl podcast. Give up a latte. Yes. Even less than that, really. <laughs> yeah. um, we want to thank our producer, Dave Yaz, as always. Are you guys just about done? I'm late for a tailgate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go. Toga, I guess toga, drink some bush toga. light out of a cup somewhere. <laughs> and uh, I hope you all have a wonderful fall. Thank you uh, for listening. This is a production of Pod Six One Seven. Hello, Rhett. <laughs> <laughs>